This is the Creative Culture Podcast. I am Sean. Let's just start it. You ain't talking about money, nigga. You ain't saying much. Every day you gotta get it, nigga, like I'm in a rush. No handouts been self-made. And when you shine hard, they throw shade. Hate to see a nigga get it, so they try to take it from you. Niggas quit this neat dish, I just tell them take a number. Sometimes we often see people post on social media about their relationships or their friendships. And one thing that constantly I constantly notice about um, most of their posts, more times than not, you know, when two people decide they don't want to deal with each other no more. And I guess that's fine for whatever reason they decided. Um, the more common thing I see is when they retract those posts, and they get back together or I'm going to get back together. And, and then, you know, next thing you know, they fall out again and again and again, et cetera. Um, it made me think like, you know, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person who, who, you know, things like this, but at what point do you decide to just stop dealing with people who obviously doesn't want to deal with you? Everyone is all good and friendly when, they're getting everything that they want, but as soon as the first no comes, all the problems come. Um, problems to the point that you don't want to be with a person anymore. Uh, problems to the point where you don't want nobody's, you don't want that person's friendship no more. And next thing you know, it becomes a big issue, and so the story goes. Um, it seems like we've become a society who's that's that's a, a society that's spoiled and have become incredibly selfish or inconsiderate to the lives of others the lives and struggles the everyday struggles of other people um i've come to the point in my life where i'm learning to stop deal or stop dealing with people who don't want to deal with me to stop dealing with people I can't say no to if I don't want to do something or if I don't have time or even if I don't have the resources to do it, you know, stop allowing people to force me into situations you don't want to, I mean, I don't want to be in just for the sake of the friendship or relationship, should I say. Um, saying no to a friend doesn't make you less of a friend. Saying no to your partner doesn't mean you love them any less. Saying no to family doesn't mean you don't like them. Saying no to anybody doesn't mean you're a hater or you don't want to see this person win. Like me, I don't like any yes men around me. I'm not a yes man. So I'm just the type of person that's going to tell you what you need to know. You ask me a question, I'm giving you the honest truth 100%. Don't ask me nothing that you don't expect for me to say no to or if I can do it I do it if I want to do it I do it but y'all gotta give people room enough to want to do something for you instead of the first time a person can't do something or they don't want to do something or whatever you ready to call the friendship or the relationship off so it seems like to me you just you really don't want to deal with me anyway you don't want to deal with me you just want to benefit from resources from 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 opportunities from you know, what I can offer you. And I see this a lot with different people and, you know, just people I've known, people I don't know, 
You know, it's like every time I see, man, people falling out, it's because somebody can't do something for somebody. If they couldn't do it, they can't do it. Like, you got to give people room to, you know, give you an ass. I I mean, I I don't want you doing something for me that you really don't want to do. I don't care if it's taking out the trash, washing my car, or loaning me $400, $500. If you really don't want to do it, don't do it. Anything that doesn't come from the heart doesn't mean anything to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and people don't give people that kind of room to, you know, say what they really want to say or, or do it if they really want to do it or not. So I don't deal with people who I feel like when shit can't go the way they want, they don't want to deal with me. So, you know, I, 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 I wonder and I ask the question to myself and I ask to others, you know, when do you, when do you come to the point where you stop dealing with people who really don't want to deal with you? What is it going to take for you to stop dealing with people who don't want to deal with you? Because people, some people, man, they just feel like they need people in their life. They need, they need certain people in their life and they'll go through some of the most messed up situations just to say hey i got this as a friend i got this person as a friend i got this person as a boyfriend a girlfriend or whatever the case may be they don't add no kind of value to your life it seems like you add more value to their life than they they add to yours and as soon as you can't add that value to their life anymore they they just ready quickly throw you away they quit it just you know if you're done you know so sometimes you gotta you know, I always see people say they, they, you know, had to step back and reevaluate, you know, my life and stuff. And that's cool. I'm all for reevaluation. It's all on what you do after that. It's your next move. After you step back and you reevaluate the situation, you reevaluate your friends, your family, your, you know, your, everything you got going on in your life. What's the next move? Because it's pointless if you're still going to keep those people in your life that you can't, for one, benefit from. And two, they only can benefit from you. But when you need something, you know, you can't call them. Now, I've been on both ends of these these situations, meaning I've been the person, I'm mostly the person that people call when they need something. Very rarely I don't, I, very rarely I call somebody because I need something. Because nine times out of ten, the way my, the way my mind is, is built, you know, either if it's something that I want, I'm going to go get it. If I can't get it, I'm going to have to do without it. I'm not a person who's big on asking people people for help. And that's just me. And that is say, you know, asking for help, is it makes you less of a man or less of a woman. That's just, that's just how I am, how, I'm, how I'm, I'm wired. That's how I operate. If I really need something, I will contact whoever, you know, to get it done or whatever, you know. But... For the most part, you know, I always kind of do it myself. But, you know, for those those slim few times that I might contact somebody and it's like, yo, I really need this favor. Can you can you look out for me? Whatever. Like, no, nobody's nobody's expecting to know. But if you can't do it, that doesn't mean our friendship came to an end. Now, on the flip side of it, you kind of got to look at it like this, too. If you're the person who's always giving. Who's always, you know, picking up the phone every time somebody calls and needs something, you're always there for. Like, and 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 the people that you, the person or whoever you try to contact, because this one this one time you might need something and they can't deliver. 
Or let's just say that every time that you happen to ask this person for help, they can't never deliver. But they always can ask you for stuff. You got to stop dealing with those folks too. I can understand not doing something or, or, or not dealing with a person or not being able to help a person once or twice here and there. But if I've helped you for numerous times and every time I try to get help from you, you help me not once, yeah, I got to get rid of you. You don't add any value to my life. I don't see how I don't see how I can win with friends like that. And they be the friends that people be trying to hold on to. They'll deal with whatever they dish them just so they can say they, they got this person as a friend. Or not even a friend, a, 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 like I said, a spouse, a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the situation. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you'll constantly lose. You'll constantly lose back to back because, you know, this person, obviously, they don't want to see you win. It's a difference between somebody telling you they can't do something for you one time versus somebody who can't never do nothing for you. You got to stop dealing with people who act like they don't want to deal with you. Stop dealing with people who can accept no as an answer. Yo, can you take me to work? Nah, I, I ain't got it. I got to go to work too. It's a squeeze. I don't see people lose stuff Helping others. Not to say you can't help anybody. But. I'm not going to lose something. For somebody who. Ain't willing to lose nothing for me. If that makes any sense. Like you know I ain't trying to lose nothing. But just to think you know. I don't mind helping a person. Who, who's always been there to help me. When I needed help. And then in the result of that, I might miss out on something. Okay, cool. I can get that back. No problem. But I'm not losing nothing for nobody who ain't sacrificed nothing for me. Or did something, even when they didn't want to do it. You got to stop dealing with people who act like they don't want to deal with you. Especially those folks who want to call you when they need something. And this ain't to make nobody feel no kind of way because this, this topic is about nobody at all. It's, it's about nobody. It's just general stuff that I see every day from either real life, social media, or TV, or whatever the case may be. I see a lot of people who get used because they, didn't know how, they don't know how to stop dealing with people who act like they don't want to be dealt with. Or let me, say, let me take that back. They don't know how to stop dealing with people who act like they don't want to be dealing with you. I don't take where the funny friends. I don't, that, that ain't really my style. Like, I just don't. Nah. Because if I consider you a friend, you know, I, 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 I go to the length with you. I go to the length with you. To the end of the, end of the world. Even as a boyfriend, if, I, if you my girl and like say you, you ain't never want for nothing. If it's something that I can't get, I'm going to get it for you. Like, you know, just all on knowing that on the flip side, you do the same for me. And like I said, I, I constantly see people get used. Like, man, it, it, it's, it's crazy to think about it. 
and, and the people, like I say, I don't know if it's a, it's a thing where they just want to be accepted. They want to feel, you know, like somebody wants them or just to, I don't know what it is, but I mean, to feel all that, I, I, I don't need it. If I got to get it used up just to feel like I'm wanted or feel just to have the company of somebody, nah, I'd rather get used to being by myself. And I think that's the thing what it is. A lot of folks got to get used to being by themselves. Get used to yourself first. Once you learn yourself and learn how you want to be treated, I guarantee the circle around you going to start changing. You're going to start holding niggas accountable for how they treat you or how they treated you. Right now, you let niggas do what they want to do to you because you don't know how you should be treated right now. That's man and female. I see a lot of niggas get dolled out too by females because they don't know, they don't understand too. Like I, I get this whole, you know, the whole thing of the woman being the catch and, you know, it's a day to gift and everything. But, but niggas is a gift too. You got to understand for somebody to take care of you, to provide for you, that's a catch. If I'm supposed to take care and provide for you and do everything I can for you, make sure you never want for nothing, why, why would not be considered a catch? You know, but I don't even want to get into that because I know how certain people might feel like, you know, so I don't, I'm not a person who, you know, like, um, I, I don't want me, I don't women bash, but I see a lot of, a lot of females who actually do just sit back and, and it's having it in mind. They don't, they don't want to do nothing. They don't add any value to their own life, but they feel like a nigga's supposed to do everything for them. Like, nah. If I'm doing all the work, all the heavy lifting, and you just sitting back, I don't understand how you do catch. What, 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 what kind of value do you really add to my life if I'm doing all the work? And that's like, a, you know, a, a really serious question that I don't think people, we're in a day and age now, people don't want to talk about it because now we're in a day and age of the woman. And I understand that I'm all for the, you know, woman power and stuff, empowerment. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I want to see all women win. But we have to acknowledge that there's a lot of funny shit going on with that too. If we doing all the work, if the real men are actually doing all the work, I, I still consider we, we have to promote that more. Because all I see now is the image from men is just, it's not enough of us out here. Enough of us good men out here that's actually providing and taking care of, you know, everything. So when we talk about these little splits, these 50-50, you know, you pay this, I pay that. A lot of niggas is like, yeah, because y'all ain't, you ain't doing nothing. I've come to the conclusion that whatever works for you in your crib, in your house, I'm with it. Not every family, not every situation, not every relationship are the same. And now I grew up on how it was back in the day, but I'm learning to accept how it is now and, and, and accepting things change because economy changed, money changed, like just people changed. The way we look at like the actual pe person has changed. We've evolved into something different than what it was. So I understand now new rules apply. You can't, you know, cherry pick. You can't pick what you want to, you know, push forward and what don't sound right, what don't cater to you. Now nah, we got to get rid of it. 
So I'm learning to accept change. Well, I don't have no problem accepting change at all anyway, but you know, one thing I am learning just to learn how to stop dealing with people who don't want to deal with me. People who act like they don't want to deal with me. Let me say that. People who give me the impression they don't want to deal with me. I don't have no, I don't have, I don't have time. I don't have energy. I don't have any vibes for that. And we got to stop being in denial about it. Like sometimes you know a person don't fuck with you, but you are still fuck with them until they say, or something happens to where they don't want to fuck with you no more. Or to this obvious, y'all don't fuck with each other. Like, nah, you should know when a nigga don't want to fuck with you or not. You shouldn't have to wait for any kind of, you know, situation to take place for you to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's just not be friends. No, nah, nigga, you should you should never been friends in the first place. <laughs> you should never been boyfriend and girlfriend in the first place. And then the, the, the people who really do care about you, you treat them like they, you know, like they ain't nothing. Like I say, a lot of people, they... They do so much nowadays just to be seen with the in crowd. That's even down to family. Family will fuck over family because they want to be in this crowd with these other people out here. They make them seem more quote unquote popular and stuff. And then when some shit fly off, those folks that you turned your, your back on your family for, they don't fuck with you no more. They laughing at you the whole time. I mean, it is what it is, like I said, but you got you to gotta know how to distinguish from the people who really, really fuck with you versus the people who don't want to deal with you. It's not hard. Definitely got to get out of denial. We, use, we make all kind of excuses, man, Maybe, but they just going through something. We all go through something. Everybody, every day going through something. But that that really doesn't give you an excuse to give anybody the impression you don't want to be dealt with them because they either they can't do anything for you. They don't like nah. Like I said, saying no to a friend don't make you less of a friend. Saying no to your partner don't mean you don't love them any less. Saying no to your family don't mean you don't like them. Saying no to anybody does not make you a hater. And it doesn't make that doesn't mean you don't want to see them win. You gotta stop allowing people to force you into situations you don't want to be in just for the sake of friendship or relationships. Stop dealing with people you can't say no to. I stopped dealing with a lot of people. And that's no, 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 nothing towards them. It's just that I want a certain kind of energy around me. I need a certain kind of energy around me. Be friends with a purpose. Be boyfriends with a purpose. Be girlfriends with a purpose. Be wives and husbands with a purpose. If there's no purpose on you being my friend or whatever the relationships to me, if there's no purpose, no mission, no goal, why? Why are we giving the energy? Why are we, why are we putting in the work for it? I need me a purpose on being your friends. Why am I being your friend? What's, what's the real purpose behind that? 
for us to talk about the other friends and then talk about each other behind that back. Like, nah, why are we really friends? What are we building? What are we building? How is me being your friend helping you and helping me? What do you offer to this friendship? These are questions I ask myself about, you know, people that I've I've dealt with and people that I do deal with. You got to know where you, you got to know where your value is in your friend. You got to, you got to know where your value is in yourself. And if you can't add any value to my life, or if I can't add any value to your life, you got to know how to stop dealing. And the thing about it is, stop dealing with each other don't mean that y'all got problems. You just chose to go your separate way for the betterment of each other. That's what I would say. People let anything be a reason why they hold on to baggage from poor relationships with people. Yeah, it's my day one. We've been friends since kindergarten. Oh, yeah? Okay. Now, I value loyalty. Don't get me mistaken. I value loyalty. But at the end of the day, you got to be loyal to yourself before you're loyal to anybody. Loyalty to myself comes before loyalty before anybody. Some of y'all niggas ain't even loyal to yourself. We already know you ain't loyal to, to your girlfriend or boyfriend because, you know, the, the rate of cheating is, is insane. We already know a good majority of y'all not loyal to your kids. You ain't seen them and I don't know when. I can't be around no niggas that don't take care of their kids. I can't be around no nigga that don't take care of their kids. I just never understood how people can just, guys can, I ain't gonna say just guys, because there's some women out here too, but it's it's majority guys. Majority of the men are are the people who we know out here who don't really take care of their kids, to go see their kids. Not all men, but it's a, it's a, it's a great percentage of men who constantly make kids and don't take care of none of them. And I just can't have no guys like that in my circle. I don't get no conversation to guys when I find out they ain't even taking care of their kids. Your kids didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask to be here. They didn't put a request pending and you accepted it. Boom, they here. You chose to do whatever you did. And then you got a kid. Nine times out of ten, you got a kid because your recklessness, being irresponsible, unprotected sex. <laughs> Just call it for what it is. Not many of these children were playing. And see, the thing that gets me is I don't understand how girls be out here dating niggas with kids that they don't support. They don't talk about them. They don't go see. They don't bring them over. 
Y'all constantly talk to these niggas with kids who y'all got the evidence. Y'all know firsthand all fact in your face that these niggas don't take care of their kids. And then y'all be stupid enough to go have a kid with the nigga. Then he do you the same way he did that last baby mama. Now you on Facebook talking about how he ain't shit. Now the nigga ain't been shit since. I just don't be understanding. Niggas be out here with 10, 15 kids. And y'all act like, oh, it's that baby mama fault. She mad. It's this now. Blase, blase, blase. Yeah, she might be mad because the nigga just played her. Nigga probably sold her a dream. How they were going to be a family and everything. They say, you know, kid pop out. Boom. They gone. He gone. And he with you. I think I'd be mad too. I might not be mad with you. I'll be if I'm mad at you, I'm mad because your ass is stupid and can't see it. Then y'all beefing with the baby mama. Girlfriend versus baby mama. And this nigga sitting back. I already know he about to do the same shit to you. Drop one in you and he out. Then you mad at his next girlfriend. And the cycle key it continues, man. It, it don't stop. It don't stop to that nigga either in jail or he gone from this earth. It's rare that, that, that niggas actually come to their senses, but damn, they be fucking 50, 60 years old when they come to their senses. Yeah, man, I realize I did a lot of running around in my life, man. I just want to make things right. Nigga, your life almost over. Your kid's grown now. You don't even, I don't know explanation to the kid, to the, to the, the baby mamas. You got to talk to your kids on why you want in their life. Because even still, this, you know, just to even give you, I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to spare you a little. Because for whatever reason, sometimes relationships don't work. Right? But that still shouldn't keep you from taking care of your kids. That shouldn't stop you as as a, as a, as a I'm going to call you what you are. As a baby daddy, that shouldn't stop you from seeing your kids. But that don't mean you got to control her life. She done with you. Be there for your kid. You and her not being together ain't got nothing to do with that kid. You don't need your baby mama approval to be an active good father in your child's life <clears throat> you don't need her okay to, to take care of your, of your child I've never to this day now I'm not going to say this is fact I've never seen a baby mama tell her baby daddy she don't want his help i never seen it I never seen the baby mama say, no, I don't want you buying pamphlets. I don't want you buying milk. I don't want you buying clothes and shoes. I don't want you come picking your child up, you know, some weekends so I can get a break. Oh, man, you coming over here, you know, just stopping by to, to see your child. I never seen a baby mama like that. I'm pretty sure they out there, though. Don't get me wrong. And that's another thing because the baby mamas, they got to stop holding their child hostage. Shit ain't work out with you and the baby daddy. Okay, be done with it. You can't stop that man from seeing his kid. If that nigga's not harming his child, 
he's not he's not harming his child you shouldn't let that man you should you should let that man see his child but all i see with that situation is the baby mamas be so worried about you bringing the girl to bring the child around another girl if that person ain't trying to harm your child then why do it matter Now, I understand when in the day and age of folks, you know, crazy, we don't know folks. Yeah, but if he took time and he actually got a girlfriend and he's spending time with it, he getting annoyed, he put that work in with this woman and he want this woman to meet his child, y'all be blocking that. And that's when a lot of issues come in because now you ain't letting him grow. You ain't letting him become somebody else. And the thing is, I see it all the time too. People don't, people don't want to admit when they fail with a person and that next person they actually doing better with i see a lot of girls a lot of times they say stuff like like oh he he downgraded you know or whatever the case may be if that man is faithful and this goes for for women too don't get me wrong if that person who cheated on you is faithful with the next one he's doing what he's supposed to do as a as a man, provide and take care of his woman, whether it's you, whether it's not, but whether it's I mean outside of you, if he's doing that with the next person, if you ever loved this person, ever had some good feelings from the person, why wouldn't you be happy for that? He grew up, he matured. And then they'll say, nah, it took I I got him right for the next girl. Like, nah, that next woman was what he needed. You won't. Accept that loss and move on. We don't like as men. I know I never told them any of my ex that you know my next girlfriend, the girlfriend I'm currently. I never told the ex that my current girlfriend was better than her or upgrade. You never said, but in the same sense, I know as I went down my line of girls, like when me and this one broke up. And I got with the next one, I did stuff better with this person. When me and that person, for whatever reason, broke up, I did stuff better with the next person. You grow. That's part of growing. But people kill me with that whole, nah, he downgraded. Mm-mm. He don't, he don't downgrade it. Man, get that shit, man. It ain't to say nothing to downgrade or things to upgrade. A person just learn, they grow. Until you get to the point where you ask your fans, man, you married, and no, oh, don't do that, because niggas are really get mad, mad behind that shit. That's when all the feelings really get exposed when one of the two get married to somebody else. But I say that to say this, at the end of the day, you can't forget about your kids. I know niggas out here telling girls, I know niggas out here that got an ass of kids telling niggas, telling girls they ain't got no kids. Out here with 10 kids and you telling a girl you only got one or two. Yeah. You got you got two plus eight. Because I don't know nobody out here who will know openly that a man got 10 kids and you be like, oh, okay, well, you can have my number anyway. Like, nah, you got to start running from niggas like that. Niggas be out here 10, 15, 20, 30 kids out here. And you wouldn't even know. 
ain't taking care of none of them. Claiming half on won't let them see the child. Like I say, it, it's, it's, it's blame on both parts, but at the end of the day, you got to take care of your kids. When y'all too mad, fussing and stuff, who raising the child? The child got to see all this stuff. And then we wonder why, wonder why kids go to school and they get to bullying other kids. Because we spend that time where we should be teaching our child. We spend that time fussing or arguing back and forth with baby mama, baby dad, or whatever the case may be. Now your, your child out here fucking the world up because he probably inside know all this shit going on. Like I say, kids are, you know, 9 times 10, kids are innocent. They didn't ask to be here. None of us asked to be here. I didn't ask to be here. My mom and my daddy got the fucking and that, boom, I came. I can't say my mom ain't never tell me my daddy won't shit. And I can't tell you that my daddy ain't said shit by my mama. But I can say outside the fact that my dad was in prison when he was home, she never denied him from seeing me or never, never not let me go stay with him. I turned out pretty good. I would like to think. So when I see this happening with people, man, it's just it's sad, man. And, and like I said, you got to learn how to let go. You need to learn how to stop dealing with people who don't want to deal with you. Same thing with fellas. You got to stop trying to control her life because you got a child with her. Let it go. Take care of your child. That's what's going to make you look better out here anyway. You got to play the long game. That's something they can never take away from you. They can say whatever they want to say in life, man. But if you take care of your child, they can't never say you, was, you want a good father. Imagine all the shit y'all niggas do and on top of that, yeah, he was a bad father. I think that's the worst title to have, to be a bad father or a bad mother. That's the worst title to me to have. And there's some shit out here. Y'all can say niggas cheated all, all his life. You can say he ran girls. You can say she was a hoe. She was had niggas in and out of the house. But to say she was a bad mother or to say he was a bad father, that shit hold weight. And it's like, I think we're, we're so conditioned to it now. We're so, it's so normalized for only a one-parent household that niggas just really don't care. They don't understand the effect it take on each other, on, on the kids, excuse me. They don't understand the effect it take on the kids. So they feel like, okay, well, if that's all they're going to say, man, whatever, cool, I still get another girl. So I say that to say this for any female that's out there, you know, that's, that's, that's talking to a guy, better make sure this nigga ain't, ain't, this nigga got more than them two kids he telling you about. Shit's getting real crazy out here. I ain't really known of no female having kids. I don't, I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong. Anything is possible. But I wouldn't think that It'll be a woman out here who had and she had 12 kids and the nigga only see two. I don't know. Sometimes fathers be having custody. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I mean, you got to. You got to love your kids, man. You got to take care of your kids, man. You don't need 
her approval to be an act of good father in your child's life. One thing I know that, you know, for me growing up, and my mom never really talked about my dad that much. Every now and then she'd say something like, and again, she's, you know, typical black people stuff. But she never denied me that she never, she never denied me the opportunity to get to know her. Let me let me learn her for myself. Cause that's what it was. As we as we as kids, we gonna see it anyway. We gonna see it anyway. Like I tell my girl about her son. I'm not his actual father, but I always tell him, like, nah, let him let him see his daddy, or you know, let them spend time in whatever the case may be. He gonna learn his daddy. Either he gonna like him or he not gonna like him. That's on him. Let him make that choice. We can't put that idea in these kids' head and they don't even get a parents a chance. And I used to be the type of person, my mom tell me my dad, like, nah, that's still my dad. I don't care. Because, you know, as a as a as a boy, we just have this, I don't know what it is that you 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 kinda like wanna be like your daddy. Like he's your role model, he's your idol. Now, as I started to understand them and learn them, you know, I started that I wanted to be my own man. My daddy who wasn't who I thought he was. And it's not no shot of my dad because I love my dad. But he wasn't who I thought he was and he wasn't who I wanted to be. So now I want to be my own person. So I spent my whole life being the opposite of who he was. It's a motivation for me. Like so I use everything as motivation. And not to say he's a bad person because personality-wise, my dad's a cool guy. That's the homie. But like as to past that he took in his life, nah, I don't want to do none of that. I want to do my own thing. And that didn't cause from that didn't come from my mom saying stuff or not saying stuff. Like, nah, I want to be my own person. So, I mean, but but the fact of not having him around until I was in my late teens, I think my dad got out of prison, I was like 18, something like that, 18, 19. I mean, I'm a full-grown man now. So, I, yeah, I spent time with him to, you know, catch up, this, this, and that. But you talking to a person that, that never called his dad dad. I used to be like, hey, what are you, what are you doing today? Hey, this, hey, that. Because I'm not, I wasn't used to calling him dead or pops. I don't even like the word dead. Pops. Like my granddaddy was more like my dad. I mean, he was the male role model for me. Taught me how to cut grass, wash cars, everything. Tie, tie, everything. So I, I really didn't need my dad more, so to say. But it's nice to know you you out of prison, you doing what you're doing. And you trying to get your life back on track. I was cool with all that. And that was the understanding that we had. A lot of times, as parents, people don't even ask their child's input. You mad over your baby daddy. Ask your child how you feel about his dad. Ask your child how you feel about his mom. And if you got the honest truth from your child... Most parents probably couldn't accept it. They probably couldn't couldn't deal with it. 
Because when you sit here and you like say for them baby mamas, you sit here and you bash your baby daddies all day, even though these a lot of these niggas ain't shit. But to that child that makes them, that's what you teaching this child. How to how this is how they deal with being hurt. Now we're raising unhealthy children because you don't know how to deal with that hurt that came from a nigga doing you dirty, leaving you with a child. Once you learn how to deal with that, and I understand women are women are strong, men are strong too, but women are strong. So to know that you still gotta wake up regardless if a nigga here and take care of that kid, even down to the fathers that got custody children, that the mama walked out on them, you gotta still wake up every morning, every night, middle of the night, whatever the case may be, and take care of that child. It's just some stuff you got to, you know, suck it up, get it done. Trust me, at the end of the day, these children are watching. These children know who taking care of them. That's why I say to these, to these guys out here that's having kids, let them right. You can have as many kids as you want to have. Just take care of your kids. Now, I ain't saying go ahead and like 100 kids. But if you can take care of 100 kids, have 100 kids. Stop having kids that you can't take care of and you putting them off on somebody else. And then when they spoke, when they when they express how they feel about you or feel about the situation they in, you want to play victim. Oh man, she on Facebook, she killing me right now. Yeah, nigga, I kill you too. You ain't shit. They do that because they, they it's a public service announcement. This nigga here ain't shit. Stop fucking with him. And niggas go out here like I said they had kids, and they denying a lot of their kids. That shit is like, how can you deny your own, your own son, your own daughter? How can you not claim your own child? Like I said, being a good father, being a good mother, that title holds weight. And it's even more heavier when you're not a good father or got, not a good mother. Shit is ridiculous. So, you know, I, I'm not here to judge nobody. I'm just here to give an opinion, to give them a perspective, to inspire. I don't have any biological kids, but I take care of a kid that I consider my kid. And even though I may him may go at it, because right now he don't understand what I'm trying to teach him, what I'm trying to instill in him is going to help him when he get out of this house. Because this world is not a, this, it's not a good world. This world is getting messed up by the day. And the only way he's going to survive in it and thrive in it is even if for, him, it's for him to understand that what I'm trying to teach him is what's going to help him do it. So right now, you know, a lot of kids think it's all fun and games. Like, nah, it, it's, it's, it's good to have fun. Yeah, it's good to have fun. Good to, you know, do what you do for, you know, taking place to do stuff with him. Like I tell him, but it starts with work. You got to have a strong work ethic. Money is not falling off trees. Ain't no money falling your lap. I still to this day have not seen that duffel bag with $250,000 in it that I've been waiting for. I'm still looking for it. But until then, I got to work. Everything I have is because I earned it. So trying to teach him how to earn something, as well as to take care of itself, 
your essentials, washing your body, cleaning your room, your appearance is everything, your mannerism, what come out your mouth, that's everything. So I sit here and I watch these other kids and I'm sitting here thinking like, why don't they know this stuff? Or are they even being trained and raised? And right, I can't tell them how to raise their kids, but I know as common folks, we all have a, a common goal to be respectful and the essential stuff in life, doing your washing your clothes, you know, washing your body, and it's this essential stuff that we we all have in common. And I see a lot of kids don't even have that, and I I, I feel I get a little I feel a little sorry for them because. When they get thrown out here in this real world, them folks ain't trying to hear about that. So I try to teach my boy, you know, you know, ways to make money and 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 how how to be about your money, how to be about your work, how it feels to work hard for something and you earn it. Hard work pays off. Some and it even still to even teach them sometimes hard work don't pay off. Sometimes you can bust your ass and you still just won't get to where you at or you won't get that whatever you want. Teach him not to settle, though, but just understand that some things, you gotta understand that between uh, your needs and your wants. You got to have that work, that work ethic to at least get everything that you need. You might can't get everything that you want, but if you at least got that work ethic in you, that you can get get what you need or get what you need done, you'll be all right. And sometimes with a, with a boy, only a man can teach you certain stuff. Only a man can teach you certain stuff as, as, as a boy. Now, my mom, she did what she could with me. But I can't say a lot of my male traits, a lot of my how to deal with my emotions as a man came from my granddad, my daddy. Pops. I didn't get it from my actual father. I got it from my granddad. So trying to teach him how to deal with his emotions, because I can nowadays men just don't know how to deal with their emotions. And I, I kind of don't fault them because we're in a society where they don't know what they want us to be. They don't know if we they want us to be tough, hardcore men. You can't be too soft, too emotional, because they clown you. So how do we deal with our issues? How do we deal with how we really feel? That's why I say it's important for a man to be in their child's life, especially if you're, you're, you're a boy. But then, too, I can't expect boys to raise boys. But somewhere down the line, us as men, we got we to gotta break this cycle. We got to smarten up and be like, yo, if I don't want my son to be like me, I got I to gotta do better for him. Same thing with females. If I don't want my daughter to be like me, she, I, I got to do better. These kids are watching you. They pick up more from us that they see every day than they do anything. And y'all know how crazy the world is now where boys want to be girls and yada, yada. If you ain't really instilling a, a, a firm connection, a firm bond with your child, your child going to be the next one out here that, that want to be something else. 
That's why I say it's crazy out here, man. You got to take time and love on your kids. Teach your kids. School your kids. Talk to your kids. Honest, open dialogue. No consequences. Tell me how you really feel. What you really thinking. It helps to have two parents active in their child life. I ain't saying you got to be in the same house. Two parents that's active in their child's life. That makes a difference. It makes a world of a difference. And you don't need nobody's approval to raise your kids. Shouldn't nobody keep you, shouldn't to no papers, shouldn't nothing keep you from wanting to take care of your kids. I understand all situations. I understand sometimes you and, my, you and your baby mom might not get along. You and your baby, they y'all fuss, y'all fight. Blah, blah, blah. I understand all that, but still should not keep you from taking care of your kids. You should always find some kind of way to contact your kid. If you can't see them, call them. You can't call them, you better hop on Fortnite and, 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 and party chat them. It's always ways to, take, you know, to, to communicate with your child. And tell them the honest truth. Whether the truth ain't, ain't good or what. Honesty is everything. That's all kids want from people is honest. They want you to be real with you. That's all they want. Be real with them. Because when them, that child grow up and they get into this world, that's it. Ain't no going backwards. You are responsible for that child. But that's all I got for y'all this episode, man. I'm just like, it's a couple things I've been thinking about, man. And just, you know, I see it every day. I mean, I feel like as people, we got to, you know, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. Especially as parents, we got to do better. As just people who move around this world, we got to be better. We got to love better. You know what I'm saying? We got to forgive better. Let go better. And I say that, you know, to say that, you know, none of that is easy. It took me a long time to forgive a lot of people for a lot of things in my life. But then, too, it, it blocked a lot of blessings that I probably had coming my way. I'm just now starting to see the, the, the benefits and reap the benefits of, of a lot of things that I, I do because I let go of a lot of hate or hatred should i say a lot of you know just bad vibes and energy when you let that go man like you it it just your day just goes better people don't understand it's, it's 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 an understatement for me to even say it because people don't realize how it is when you let go a lot of pain a lot of issues and people probably didn't know you ever had you know, we're dealing with depression, we're dealing with anxiety, we're just dealing with a lot of stuff out here. And the last thing you want to do is hold on to something that you could have let go a long time ago. You let it go, I guarantee you stuff start to trickle down and, and next thing you know, you, you won't be depressed. Your anxiety won't be where, where it's at now. That's not a guarantee, but you know, it, it, it helps. And then we all can just focus on, on self and getting our own mind and mental right, 
getting our own, you know, just in, in a state of mind where we can just love ourselves again. When you start loving yourself and people seeing how you how you love yourself, they had no choice but to love you the same way. We got to stop allowing people to love us how they want to love us instead of loving us how we want to be loved. I can't love you like I like like I want to love you. I got to love you how you need me to love you. Whether that's friendship, family, a boyfriend and girlfriend, husband, wife. We got to stop forcing our, our, our beliefs, our lives, our energy on people. Stop accepting energy from other people that isn't compatible with what your energy says. And sometimes we need a different energy around us. We need, we need, we need a different positive energy around us. But when you know something is negative and, and no, no good comes out of it, no value comes out of it, you got to learn how to stop dealing with it. You got to learn how to let it go, let it be, and move on. Moving on don't, ain't, ain't a bad thing. Moving on is probably the best thing you can do a lot of times. So I end this podcast here where this is Sean. I am Sean. And this is the Creative Culture Podcast, Episode 3. Like I said, you, you, you see this podcast, you can, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you can catch this podcast on Spotify. You can catch it on Apple Podcasts. You can catch it on uh, Google Play. Also, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at creativeculture.podcast. And with that being said, I'll see you in the next one. You ain't talking about money, nigga, you ain't saying much. Every day you gotta get it, nigga, like I'm in a rush. No handouts, been self-made. And when you shine hard, they throw shade. Hate to see a nigga get it, so they try to take it from you. Niggas quit to sneak this shit, I just tell them take a number.